Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In your body, there is hope. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is Dr. Rosalind Tompkins, and I am here once again to host our Journey of Hope. And this is Think Hope Podcast. And this is our first podcast, our first episode or show in the new year of 2020. And uh, so for all of you who, are, who have been listening and been a part of this Think Hope journey, um, I'd just like to say that it is so wonderful that now we have made it over on the other side into a new year. <laughs> And we want to just thank God for that. And especially, uh, I am so excited about being here back in the United States of America because on uh, last week, well, two weeks now, it's going on two weeks, this kind of, I'm still trying to catch up with myself. I just came off the mission field from Cote d'Ivoire, and that's the Ivory Coast of West Africa. And it was like none other, it was jam packed with so much. Uh, so many exciting things. We got a chance to meet great people and and uh, and actually go into the the bush uh, of the cocoa farms and meet some some fabulous cocoa farmers who are women, young women, all single parents. And uh, we were able to help them, empower them, and met so many great church uh, pastors and leaders and and uh, visit orphanages. And we're going to hear. Uh, from one about the uh, visually impaired home for the blind that we were able to to go and um, and meet the uh, the the leader and the founder of the Abobo Ranch Home for the Blind, and I'm actually going to share a clip from there tonight because it fits into the topic that we're talking about, and that is imagine hope imagine hope and that's an exciting thing because we have been uh we've been on this journey of hope and especially when we had the uh we were awarded through mothers in crisis the national month of hope for april and uh, we've been celebrating it we celebrated april 2018 the first time and then april 2019 we celebrated last year and this year we have some exciting things that we'll be celebrating that we're going to do to celebrate our National Month of Hope in the United States of America. And we know that this is going to be an international, that we're going to take it internationally because as I travel around the world, I, I see that firsthand 
that everyone needs hope. Everyone needs hope. And I was so excited about being able to spread hope on our latest mission trip to Cote d'Ivoire. So, so let's get started. We're going to talk today about the whole concept of imagining hope and how to imagine hope. Because I believe that if we begin to engage this process, especially for this year of 2020, the year of vision, that we're going to see some awesome things happen in our lives. We're going to see some things that we've been hoping for manifest. So I'm going to be sharing a series of clips from uh, messages that I've been sharing with my congregation at the chapel of Mothers in Crisis, Turning Point International Church. And then we're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit about it. And then also I see there's some hand raised, some of our, our Christ Vision Tribe members are in queue, and we can bring you in. And anyone else that's, that's, that's in queue that would like to uh, have a comment or have a question, you, all you have to do is press 1. I'll see your hand raised, and we'll bring you in as well. So I'm going to start by setting it up to frame what we'll be talking about tonight with a clip about Imagine Hope, Imagining Hope. Two years ago, in 2018, is when the Lord rolled out that whole initiative about Think Hope. And boy, we, we rolled that horse for a while, amen? And we learned how to think hope, and we have the strategies. And as a matter of fact, it's all outlined in my latest book, As Long As There's Breath in Your Body, There Is Still Hope, that whole uh, hopeology and the whole concept of how to think hope. Because, listen, we all have to think hope because we have to do something with these thoughts. Amen? Yeah. And as a man thinker, so is he. And so, so our thoughts have to be renewed. We have to renew our mind by the Word of God. So we went through all of that, and we got that, right? And I don't know about you, but, I, I mean, that has revolutionized my thinking and my way of seeing the world. So if you notice, we started, so that was two years ago, and so, so if we started with, that, with that, that part of our brain, which we call the left brain. That left brain, which is, a, which is about rational, uh, uh, rational thinking or a, uh, analytical thinking, that, that, that left brain that's a part of our brain, because we have the left brain, they say the left brain and the right brain, and each one functions differently. And they've done tons of research to prove this out. So it's not just some kind of, you know, uh, you know, some personal theory or something like that, or psychobabble. <laughs> it's based upon research and science that God has created us this way. So the left brain or the left hemisphere of the brain is responsible for words and, and it's, it's, it's responsible for that type of analytical thinking, mathematics, language, and things of that nature. And I believe that whenever God gave us think hope, he was appealing to that part of us that left brain, and I believe it was very important that we start there, amen, because that's going to help to ground us now, but because we, we started there, but listen, God is always calling us for balance. He's always calling us to a place of wholeness, right? So you can't just be all one or the other. You can't just be analytical and just thinking, and, and it, it's all about your intellect, and it, you're having a relationship with, with the Lord just based upon your intellect and your knowledge and what you know about it, because he's created us so much greater than that. And that's what we're going to see today. So whenever we start now talking about imagine hope, 
we're getting ready to bring that other side of our brain involved, to get it involved and, and find out what to do about it. Because so often we're told, oh, no, 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 it's uh-uh-uh, don't even, no, 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 it's not about your imagination. It's, it's not about all that. You, you just got to think. You got to get, you get your mind right and you got to have the right thoughts and then and, and that's just going to be it. But see, now we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna look at this right hemisphere of the brain, which is, which is responsible for creativity, which is responsible, which is, which is intuitive. The right side of the brain, which is responsible for the left side of your body, amen, movement, is, 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 the, is the part of your brain that God uses to speak, because God speaks to us in dreams and visions. God uses signs and symbols. Now, he speaks also to the, to the left side through his word, but God also speaks to us from that other, that other side, that right hemisphere. So the right hemisphere of the brain, that intuitive place, that signs and symbols, that place of creativity, that's what we're getting ready to tap into. And lo and behold, it's in the book, it's in the Bible. Because God is a God of order, and God is a God of balance, and God is a God of wholeness, and he is the one that created us. So we're going to look at it. We're going to roll this out of how to imagine hope, how to imagine hope. Because I believe that this year of 2020, and many people are calling it the year of vision, right? Because we say 2020 vision, and then God spoke to us and says the year of revelation, that God's going to begin to reveal some things that we hadn't seen before. But now the question remains, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with these things that God is, God is, is revealing? What are you going to do with these things, you know, that, that you're believing God for? Well, we're going to find out through this teaching on how to imagine hope. So we're not just going to think hope. But we're going to learn how to imagine hope, and I believe it's going to take us to a greater level of manifestation of the things that we're hoping for coming to pass, that this is the, this is the missing ingredient in some cases. Come on and give God praise. Amen, amen. So that was part of a clip, and I'm going to be sharing several clips uh, from some messages that I've been rolling out at TPIC, Turning Point International Church, uh, Chapel Outreach Ministry of Mothers in Crisis, about this concept of imagine hope. But, to, but now I'd like to just kind of give you an example that I was able to see with my, very, my own eyes and experience on this mission trip, this latest mission trip that we went to uh, I went with Dr. Patricia Bailey Ministries, and she uh, had a team, a small team of us went over to Cote d'Ivoire, uh, West Africa, that's Ivory Coast, and, um, and we were able to visit a home. It's called the Obobo Ranch Home for the Blind. And through that visit, I was able to see for myself the difference between vision and sight. We learned the difference through these, these precious wands, and I'm going to share a clip from that experience uh, in, just a, in just a moment, uh, but we learned how there is a big difference between vision and sight because of, because of these precious wands that, were, that, were, uh, that lived in, that, in, in uh, the Abobo Ranch, home for the blind in Abdijan, that is the capital of Cote d'Ivoire. 
And, and what we see is we don't see with our eyes. We see through our eyes. We don't see with our eyes. We see through our eyes. And, and, and these dear precious ones, they could not see. They could not see through their eyes, but they had vision. And so many of us, we can see through our eyes, but we don't have vision. And that's what imagining hope will do. It will cause you to now have vision on the inside so that you can begin to see those things manifest on the outside. And God has given us the ability to do that. So I'm going to share another little clip, and then I'm going to share an actual clip from the home. And you'll hear from the the uh, the dear precious ones. There was a young lady that was able to play an instrument, um, and she was blind. And and then also the beautiful singing. And the and the things that they were able to make with their with their hands, uh, they were able to make these beautiful beautiful bags, and they gave each of us one, and they were so colorful and so well made and designed, and they did it all through their hands, through feeling and touch, and also the vision that they had in their minds. So that was just something. To behold. So I'm going to go ahead and play a clip, and then I'm going to play the clip of them, the songs that they were able to sing, and the, and then we'll hear from the founder as well. Now, what I wanted to share with you all that was so powerful is I showed you the photos of when we went to uh, the home for the blind, the, the visually impaired people, and um, and and so it was it was several uh, men. And they were actually, many of them were pastors now. They had become pastors since being a part of this ministry that takes them in. And, and, uh, and, and, they, and they also uh, work with their hands, and they created these beautiful bags that, that, that I was able to show you, these beautiful handbags, vibrant, beautiful colors. Amen. We saw one of the ladies there who was able to play this instrument and, and sing and, and just bring such joy. And, uh, and so they were able to tap into another place, their sight, their natural sight now, they could not see. But what did they have? They had something that many of us don't have, and that's vision. They, they were missing sight, but they had vision. And, and see, this whole process of imagining hope is going to take vision. And so that vision, one of the ladies had asked um, one of the, the, the young men, how do you, you know, create such beautiful colors and, and, and how they just coordinate and come together? And he said, I feel the colors. He, and so that was so powerful. He feels the colors. So he has really tapped into that place where his feeling was now translated into this vision inside of him, and he was able to create it with his hands. Come on and give God praise. Amen. So, so that's, a, that's, a, that's a wonderful picture of, of what we're talking about. Because so often we, are, are, we limit ourselves by what we see, what we can feel, what I can touch, what I can taste, you know, five senses and, you know, living from that place. Whenever we have to realize that, that we're so much bigger than that and God has so much more for us, amen? amen? And we can tap into that place. Absolutely. 
uh, young lady there that was playing that instrument. So, so this was definitely a picture of the difference between vision and sight that we learned uh, from the Abobo Ranch, Shahom for the Blind, and Abdijan, uh, West Africa. That's the capital of Cote d'Ivoire and uh, such beautiful, beautiful people. So when we're talking about imagining hope, if we were to just kind of sum up a little bit now and then before we just move on, when we're talking about imagining hope, it requires creating the image for your God-given vision and seeing it in your holy imagination. Because we have been given that power and that authority. We are created in the likeness and image of God. And, and it's so many, so many that, that, that we've heard of uh, art, art, artists and artistic people who are now, I, I remember we had uh, Miss Sylvia Coates on, and she had such a powerful testimony of how, and now she, she just does this wonderful painting. She does these wonderful, colorful, beautiful paintings, and she was able to tap into that creativity during a difficult time, and it brought hope to her, and now it's bringing hope to others. And she, we even commissioned her for a, for a painting of hope that is so beautiful. And now she's selling uh, necklaces of that. So I'm going to go ahead and want to encourage you guys to, uh, to get those as well. But, but, but just being able to tap into those places of, of creativity in, in coming from, your, from the inside. We have that ability. We have that God-given ability we have that vision and seeing it and then being able to capture it and hold on to it so i'm going to play another clip and then i'm going to bring in some of the christ vision tribe members who are in queue that have their hands raised so that we can talk a little bit more about uh about this whole process this whole process of imagining hope imagining hope you have an anointed mind. That's that's what it's telling us. You have an anointed mind. And what, why is that important? Because because with that with your anointed mind, glory be to God, it's that yoke destroying, burden removing power that God has given all of us, and it is coming through our mind. Hallelujah. Just as we looked at how everything and you know kind of lined up and was coming through our thoughts and, and how we think. Now we have to realize even on a greater level, not just your thoughts, but every part of your mind. Sometimes this creative side of you, this creative imagination is, is blocking the things that you're thinking. Because you may be thinking one thing and imagining another thing. Oh, I wish I had help in here. You may be thinking, how does that work? Well, what we talked about, how when you think hope, then you're going to speak. Because out of the abundance of the mouth, the heart speaks. I mean, the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? And so whatever in your heart, you're going to speak it. And so that's how we, that's how we create. That's how God created. He begins to speak those words. Amen? Well, you can be speaking these, the word of God and, and, and speaking what you know to be true, but imagining the worst. You're speaking faith, but you're imagining, oh, 
what if something bad happens? And your imagination just goes all over the place and you see an accident. Oh, will they, will they come? And you may be saying, you may be thinking, you know, your thoughts. You may be saying, oh, they're going to be protected. They are protected. God has his angels. God has given his angels charge over, over us to keep us in all our ways lest we dash our foot against the stone. So you're speaking that. You're thinking that. But you're imagining this disaster. And sometimes we don't even realize it. But in the back of our mind, our imagination is working. And see how the imagination, remember, is, is, is the right brain. So it, it's not even about thoughts. It's not even about words. You, you, you don't even hear it. But it, it's, it's these visual kind of concepts that you'll see. And that'll, that'll just be working like in the background of your mind, worst case scenarios and all of this. And that's what we're talking about. We got, we're going after that. We're, gonna, we're going after the holy imagination because we're going to imagine hope as well as speak hope, as well as speak hope so that we can become whole. See, integrity, integrity, one part of the definitions of integrity means to be whole. And God wants us to be whole, spirit, soul, and body, in order for us to walk into that place of destiny and purpose that he has for us. Amen? Yeah. So, so we have the mind of Christ. We have an anointed mind. It's anointed. Amen? Amen? And see, the anointing, the reason why I keep saying that, because the anointing is tied to the spirit. And the spirit is tied to that place, right? It's tied to that right brain. It's tied to that place where it is, is not by might nor by power, it's not by intellect, but it's by the Spirit. Glory be to God. All right, all right. It's not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit. And it is by the Spirit that we're able to tap into this place of imagining hope and imagining those things that we are, that we are believing God for, that we are hoping for, imagining them to uh, it, seeing them inside of our, our 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 Holy Ghost imagination, mind's eye, creating that image, that vision, and 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 the, the second point that that I wanted to bring out before I bring, uh, I'm going to go ahead and bring my my dear husband, uh, Pastor Kwame, in to, to this conversation, but it requires patiently waiting for the things that you are hoping for to manifest through perseverance. So, so while we're imagining, it's not going to, it's not, it's not like just poof overnight. So, so it requires that patiently waiting, that perseverance, enduring while we're, while we're waiting, but keeping that image, keeping the image of the thing that you're hoping for, seeing it and keeping it, keeping it before your, your mind's eye so that you can see it as well as Speak those words of affirmation over it and believe until it is manifested. So we are on a pathway of learning how to imagine hope in 2020. So I'm going to go ahead and bring you bring in my husband, uh, Pastor Kwame. Hello. Hello, dear. Uh, good evening. Good evening. So what what do you have to say about any of the things that we've discussed so far? Anything you'd like to to add? Certainly, um, what 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 um, I, I really uh, have held closely since uh, you brought that forth uh, after the trip uh, from from Cote d'Ivoire 
uh, was the uh, instance of the blind uh, um, folks in terms of the distinction between vision and, and sight. Mm -hmm. And um, it, 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 it took me back to the scriptures uh, where, where uh, we, we, we discern things, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and it's not always about what we see with the natural eyes because I, I like the fact uh, of, of, of the description that we see through our eyes. Uh -huh. uh, but it, be, it it begins someplace else where where it has to 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 be uh, molded and birthed and all of those things the imagination. So uh, you know as you 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 have indicated that we we are made an image of of our God. So um, he spoke things into creation. So it it, it is really wonderful to get that. Uh, 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 in our spirit, that 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 sense of who are we? Mhm. Mm yes, and that we yes. have that we have that that ability to co-create with God, and uh, this process of imagining hope is a part of it all. Yes, yes, and it's amazing. I I can I can see I can also uh, see. Uh, the Lord, when he was creating, he had this image of his creation in him. And, mm -hmm. and, and um, you know, where, where it says that he declares the end from the beginning, he saw it before, and he just brought it forth. And he gave us that same characteristic. Yes, absolutely, he did. And, and it's exciting whenever we can tap into it. Because many things that happen, many of the things that, that, that functions, many of the functions of our bodies and especially our brain happen on an unconscious level and from that place where we're, un, we're not even conscious of. So we have to intentionally go to that place where we can now begin to uh, uh, program, you know, train our brains. We had to train our brains to think hope. And I tell you, it was a process because you don't, na you don't just naturally think hope. You naturally, the naturally, your thoughts will wander to the negative place. And so now that, 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 that we've, we've done that, and that's a process, it's a part of it all, of thinking hope, and we're going to continue to think hope because that's, you know, primary, keeping those thoughts under subjection and bringing them uh, where they need to be in that hopeful place. But in the, but in the meantime, in between time, making sure that our imagination is not sabotaging our progress because now we are thinking hope, but imagining the worst. So we're going to grab that imagination and begin to put the right images there and to intentionally allow that vision, that creativity uh, to come forth because sometimes the solution to your problem is, is a, is a creative solution. We talk about creative miracles It's not something that is logical or makes sense. So when you open up your imagination, there's no limits, there's no boundaries in that place. And then we can move to a higher level. So thank you so much for sharing and uh, and that we'll we'll continue to uh, move forward together.
as one in this whole process of imagining hope. Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, play another clip, and then I'll bring in another uh, Christ Vision Tribe member that I see um, I see we have there, Minister Nettie of the Poolis, Millie Poolis on the line as well. And uh, I see there are other listeners out there. If you want to uh, join the conversation, press one, and I will certainly, certainly bring you in at the appointed time. So I'm going to play a short clip, and then I'll bring in uh, Minister Nettie. So get ready. But now we're also learning how to imagine hope. We're engaging the right side of our brain. Left side is that analytical, rational, mathematical type of thoughts. And then on the right side is the intuitive, signs, symbols, creative part of us. And so it's coming together. But we're tapping into that place where what we learned before, the last time I ministered, we learned that God Almighty wants to co-create with us. Come on and give God praise. The creator of the universe has given us the ability to co-create our lives. If you don't like your life as it is, then co-create another life with your, with your maker, with your creator. Co-create something better. And it all starts between your ears. In your head, with your imagination, in your imagination. Wow, in your imagination. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine that is something about tapping into that, that, that intuitive part of us, that imagination where there's no limits and there's no boundaries. I'm going to go ahead and bring in uh, Minister Nettie, one of our Christ Vision Tribe members. Hello, Nettie, are you there? Hi. Hi, Dr. Tompkins. How are you? Hi. I'm enjoying being here once again on this <laughs> Pink Hope podcast. And, and as you know, I get really excited about this particular topic when we're talking about imagining hope. So what is your take on all of this? Well, first of all, I, I thank God for you making it back safe. Is This time, as you said last week, you were in a whole nother country and uh, you were going forth with hope, and even Sunday as we had service, I was just so excited because you were talking about how it takes spirit-led prayers and how, you know, through the, the spirit, it can be revealed because for me, I could really relate when you were talking about when your hope has flatlined and sometimes you just, you know, it, it takes a little more to create that space for hope when those negative thoughts try to come and you have to put the hopeful images in and you were talking about just getting a picture of it. And, um, and for me, Dr. Tompkins, that really encouraged me because being sick and going through ups and downs with my health, sometimes that can try to just take over. But when I imagine seeing myself mm-hmm. with a healthy heart and, and moving forward with you in this hope movement, that just gives me a lot of joy. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So, so you have to, you have to get a picture in your mind's eye, a vision of you healthy, of your heart healed. And, uh, and even, you know, in the area that you say the weight loss, 
of seeing yourself in that place where you where you're slimmer and uh and where you have that energy and I know sometimes it's it's kind of hard to do that right yes it it really is but when i create that hope when i see that picture i'm not trying to be a a, a teenage shape that i was but just like you said slimmer healthier um mm-hmm. going forth with the things that that's a hopeful image because I'm moving, you know, I'm doing those things. And when you shared how you like nature and one day I like to experience rollerblading and, and, and some of that, I, I've never even really got on a pair of skates. So that would even. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. And, and that, that, that is something. And you keep those images in your mind, see yourself doing those things. And continue yes. to think hope and speak the word. And, and and we're going to see it come to pass because that's how you create your better life. So thank you so much for, for just uh, continuing uh, to imagine hope, to think hope, and to be on this hope journey with us. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> All righty. Praise God. That's it. That's very encouraging, I tell you. Uh, Minister Nettie is very encouraging in in so many ways because in spite of all the challenges uh, that she faces and that she's had to face this past year that we just left, um, she's still hopeful. And I know it's because of what we're feeding on because we are remaining in that place. We're not going to compromise this hope mandate because hope is so important. You can only live three seconds without hope, according to the often quoted survival uh, uh, survival laws of the survival law of three. Um, that that hope is is just such a precious commodity, and so many times we we face situations and and this this last clip that I'm going to share, and then I'll bring in Elder Poulos afterwards. But this last clip that I'm that I'm going to share. It's from a message that I ministered uh, about the language uh, of hope and how we have to speak the right language, even when situations happen where our hope dies. And I came from uh, the scripture from uh, Second Kings, the fourth chapter, uh, the whole account about the Shunammite woman and uh, and 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 Elisha, and how. She, whenever Elisha first came to her and said that she was going to have a son, she said, you know, don't get my hopes up. And so many times we feel that way. We don't want to get our hopes up. We don't want to believe that, 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 that this can really happen for me, that, that in the example of Nettie, that I can really uh, lose the weight. I can really uh, be healed and, and be able to do those those active things like rollerblade and, and things of that nature. And so many cases where, where hope has died, what do we do? Well, we have to learn how to speak hope and we're going to learn about the language of hope because the language of hope is very important when we're talking about imagining hope. So I'm going to go ahead and share this last clip here uh, about imagining Hope, the language well, we of start hope. looking at here, we're going to start seeing the language of hope 
of, of what you have to say during this period of time. Mm -hmm. Because once she did that, amen, let's go ahead and see here. In verse 22, it says, She called her husband and said, Please send me one of the servants and a donkey so I can go to the man of God quickly and return. And so her husband said, Why go to him today, he asked. It's not the new moon or the Sabbath. And what did she say? That's right. She said, All is all well. Is well. All yes. shall be well. Yes. Or that's all right. Mm. Mm. Or it's going to be all right. Mm. Mm. What, 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 what are we saying? The, don't miss the language of hope. Mm -hmm. don't, don't, don't keep reading. I want you to stop right here and I want you to mm -hmm. say now on this. Don't you miss the language of hope. What many of us would have done at that time was tell our husband, her husband, mm -hmm. the boy's father, oh, our son has just died. Our son has died. She didn't even mention that. Mm -hmm. He, she, she asked him, where do I go to find the prophet? Where do I go to, to the, find the man of God and, and get the, call the donkey because I got to hurry? And then he said, well, why are you doing that? It's not the time. It's not the season. Why are you looking for him? And so she said, all shall be well. Or all is well. Different translations, all shall be well. All is well. It's all right. It's going to be all right. Those are, those are words of hope. That's the language of hope. What do you say when something happens? What do you say when hope dies? Oh, I knew I shouldn't even I shouldn't even hope for that in the beginning. I shouldn't even try. I didn't even I, I hate you even gave me that. I hate you even came here. I hate I even built this room for you. That's what many of us out of bitterness. Now she was bitter. She had lost her son. That was hope. When you lose hope, you become bitter. But what are you saying? Because your words have power. She said, it's going to be all right. She said, all is well. The language of hope. As you're learning how to imagine hope, you got to learn how to speak hope. you got to learn how to speak the language of hope. Even in the midst of the dead, hope, things are laying limp before you. you got to say, it's going to be all right. That's what hope says. Because what? Hope is future-oriented. So hope says, I have an expectation that this thing is going to turn around. I have an expectation that it's going to be all right. Come on and give God praise all over the building. How many of you all have an expectation that things are going to turn around, that it's going to work out, that whatever place, wherever hope has died, God is going to resurrect it. Hallelujah. Absolutely. We have to keep that expectation. And one of the ways that we can keep the expectation is by speaking the language of hope. The language of hope. The language of hope is always future oriented. And so many times we rehearse what's happening. We see what's happening. And, and I find myself doing that too. That's why I know this whole process is so powerful that we have to intentionally do it. Here I am, the hopeologist that God has called me to be, the hope coach. And so I know if, 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 if I find myself rehearsing what is and, and, it's, and the negative parts of, well, this didn't happen and that's not happening and da-da-da-da, then it, it, it does. It, your feelings, thoughts are feelings. And it will bring you down. 
But whenever you begin to speak the language of hope, it brings you up. You say, well, it's going to be all right. There's always tomorrow. I know it's going to work out. And, you know, one of the things that we say that we've been saying for a long time is it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> that's Hey, that's, a, that's a, a phrase of hope. It's all good. And that's exactly what this woman said in the midst of her tragedy. Hope had died in her arms. And she said to her husband, it's all good. It's all right. It's good. You know, all is well. It shall be well, you know. And, and just learning how to say that. Now, so many people say, well, you start talking like that, you're just really just, just lying to yourself. No, you're not. Because it's based upon what you know to be true. You know that God will work it out. You know that all things work together for the good of those that love God and those that have been called according to his purpose. You know that your God is on your side. And if God be for you, who can be against you? against you. You have seen other things that God has done. So when you say this, you're not just basing it on, oh, nothing, the air, oh, it's going to be all right. No, you're basing it on what you know. You're basing it on the word. You're basing it on your relationship. You're basing it on the truth, the truth. And so many times we speak the facts, but see, the facts can change and they will change, but the truth will never change. And we know the truth is rooted and grounded in our hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's true. So that is one of the things that we want to continue to reiterate is it requires imagining hope. It requires speaking the language of hope. So now I'm going to bring in uh, Elder Poulos. I see your hand is raised there. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Good evening, Dr. Tompkins. Good evening. Good evening. So what have you been able to, uh, to, to get or you'd like to share from the discussion tonight on Imagining Hope? Absolutely. Um, and I appreciate this. Um, when you were giving those clips, even that last one, I was saying, yes, hallelujah. The, <laughs> the, you went over um, in reference to in, in service mm-hmm. when that Shunammite woman made moon for mm-hmm. Elisha, the prophet, yes, uh, she was. That was like making room for hope. You you went over that, and yes. she was aligned. When she imagined hope, she was aligned. Even though something was out of alignment, when her son died, she mm-hmm. said, "It is well." Like you said, the language of hope, and she stayed focused and spoke it, and then did something about it. That yes. patiently waiting. It's not mm-hmm. only standing still, it's waiting like if you're wait, like a waitress or a waiter, you're waiting, you're doing, she was doing something about it and going yes. forth to the prophet and not letting anything stop or hinder her. And so yes. that Imagine Hope is powerful. Uh, I had an incident um, this Saturday where I was trying to be stopped from going losing weight, loving life because I there was very little room to get out of this driveway and someone was parked behind me and they said, Oh, Mm -hmm. they, they, they lost their keys. And I said, no, you will find those keys in Jesus name. And how about, you know, that, that to me is imagine hope is, is standing on what staying aligned there, speaking that language. And then she found her keys opening her back door on the seat. 
Mm-hmm. Now, oh, my mm-hmm. God. So right. I really appreciate you bringing that forth about imagining hope. And it's staying aligned there, not just thinking hope and then imagining the worst, but staying all in alignment with the hope. That's the right. That's hope. With the yes, that's that's the integrity. That's the integrity part of it all, because what I'm imagining, what I'm imagining with this hope campaign, I'm imagining that we are creating and we can create and we shall see hope spheres, hope spheres, and and a hope sphere, like we say, atmosphere. A hope sphere is created yes. when a group of people decides to create an atmosphere of hope in which each person begins to think hope, have hope, have hope chats, imagine hope, and just just hope fears occur when group when a group yes. of three or more people come together in hope. And so and so that's what I'm imagining through this hope campaign. And I am so excited that you are a part of our hope sphere. So thank you so much for sharing tonight. Thank you, Dr. Thompson. Yes, and if, and there are those of you that are that are listening uh, live. If you'd like to come in on the conversation, just press one, and I'll bring you in. Any questions or thoughts you may have, comments, and then also there are those that will be listening to this podcast, and and I want to give you an opportunity to be a part of what we're talking about when we talk about this hope campaign and and helping to create hope spheres across the nation and around the world. So I'm going to play a little PSA and then I'll come back and share with you just a little bit of how you can be a part and then we'll begin to wrap up. (laughs) Laughter is the sound of hope and mothers in crisis is collecting nickels for tickles to spread hope to those in need. Mothers in Crisis Nickels for Tickles campaign by going to www.nickelsfortickles.com. And always remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there is still hope. Yes, you can join our Nickels for Tickles Hope campaign. Go to www.nickelsfortickles.com. You can also find out more information about what we're doing with this National Month of Hope and this, this National Initiative of Hope by going to makeahopeconnection.com because I, I am imagining a world filled with hopeful people. I am imagining that we are creating through this hope, this, this hope movement that we're going to see environments filled with hope. In hope spheres, you cultivate hopeful environments filled with encouragement and love. Hopeful atmospheres can blossom within families, communities, cities, states, and nations when you create hope spheres in homes, businesses, religious institutions, and other organizations. So, so the thing about it is oftentimes we have these, these hateful spheres instead of hope spheres, these hateful spheres where everybody is, even in, even in the Christian world, even in those of us who are supposedly walking together as one in Christ, 
that that so much of it is not hopeful, but it is hateful where everybody is trying to to show up uh, the other person and trying to outdo and wanting to be the one and 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 not operating in the fruit of the spirit, but operating in in jealousies and envies and allowing spirits of offense and separation to come in. But but whenever we can imagine hope's fears and begin to become more hopeful ourselves, make hope connections, um, help our sisters and brothers along the way, and just create these hopeful environments, I believe that we'll begin to see changes in our nation, in our society. And it starts first within ourselves. That's why we have to work on this think hope. And then that's why we also have to work on uh, uh, imagining hope and all of those things and stay in that place because you cannot give what you don't have. And then once you do that, then you can begin to have hope chats and begin to help those around you to become more hopeful and then create these hope fusions that I talk about in my book. As long as there's breath in your body, there's still hope. And then once you create these hope fusions, then we can be able to create these hope spheres. So I'm very excited about that. I see someone's hand is raised in queue, so I'm going to bring you in. Uh, we have a few more minutes here. Hello, uh, area code eight one eight. You're live and on the air. Greetings in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You've been killing it, man. I was listening online, and I had to actually call in. I love the uh, energy. <laughs> it's a lot of positivity, and what y'all are doing is putting spiritual currency in the world, and we can't move without the resources. We need each other. We don't cut down right. trees, but we get oxygen from the trees all the time. We get them carbon dioxide into that photosynthesis. That's how the life keeps going. So you got a lot of power here. And salute to your king. Salute to all the people under the sound of my voice. If y'all haven't called in, y'all need to call in. The call-in number is 319-527-6790. It's all about getting recorded to be rewarded in the book of life. If you never speak, you can never get. All right. Well, thank you so much. Now, what's your name? Pastor Don Jr. CEO. I'll be running wow. for president in uh, 2024, so I, I've been on over 4,500 radio shows like this, and the more that I talk to people and find out what's going on, I'm taking really good notes. And my whole uh, my whole platform is education, enlightenment, and empowerment. So when you were saying about the hope, that's all I preach is faith, mm-hmm. love, and hope. I don't get into what you put in your body or too much who you sleep with, but you got to have faith and hope that God is coming back. So I, I just really love this topic. All right. Well, thanks so much for sharing, and may God bless you. Okay, that was exciting to have that 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 positive feedback about hope. And and as he mentioned, the scripture says in First Corinthians thirteen thirteen that these three shall remain forever: faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. So whenever we're able to spread that hope, we're able to spread that love, we're able to spread and and walk in faith because we walk by faith and not by sight. So um so those that that would like to uh to to say a few words, we're 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 down to our last 5 minutes, but but if you want to uh come in on the conversation just a little bit, just press 1 and I'll see your hand raised because we all need hope. And the whole topic that we've been talking about tonight is imagining hope in the new year. We can co-create 
with our creator, God Almighty, our world. If you don't like the world you're living in, you can create a better world. And you can do that through, this, through the power of hope and this, this place of imagining hope and staying in that place. Because whenever we imagine hope, one of the things that I found out through my research is, as I was writing my book, As Long As There's Breath in Your Body, there's, there's still hope that hopeful people are more well-adjusted and they also are healthier because hope affects your whole body whenever you can say, you know what, it, it, it's going to be all right. As we were talking about the language of hope, it's going to be all right. All is well. And you can really believe that. Is something about that that will cause your body to respond in such a way. And when you become more hopeful, the light comes on and you can find solutions. So I see another hand raised here. I'm going to go ahead and bring in area code 419. You're on the air. Hi, this is Sylvia. How are you? Hey, Sylvia. How are you? I am good. I am good. Um, I just wanted to say is your word was very good tonight. I was very, I'm very inspired. Um, and the hope necklace, I still want you to know that I'm still going to give money toward that with every sale from the hope of anything someone buys. Oh, absolutely. So give us that website very quickly of where we can go to I, to get the hope necklace. I'm going to have to send it to you because I can't see it. Um, okay. It's on, it's on that thing I sent you. Okay, so that, it's on my thing Facebook, on Facebook page. Facebook. Yes. yes. And okay, I'll send well, you I'll the whole sure. stuff. I'll, I'll send you all of it. But everything okay. told from Hope is still going to your mission. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. As, as you heard uh, earlier uh, in the show, we just came back from Cote d'Ivoire. West Africa, and uh, yes, all I of did. Yes, that was we awesome. met some precious, precious young ladies there and were able to bring hope and help. So thank you so much for your support and for all of those that support this outreach of hope. All right. Well, I tell you, this has been so exciting. I'm so excited about 2020. This is our first Think Hope show uh, episode, blog, uh, blog, talk, radio show for this new year, and uh, we are leading up to the National Month of Hope. We have some major things happening. We are outreaching to some powerful people that have reached back. Everybody we reached out to did not reach back, but the ones that reached back, you'll be able to uh, hear uh, some of the things that, that we're going to be presenting, our Hopi Awards to those who help others practice empowerment and we'll be giving out those Hopi Awards. I'm not at liberty to go ahead and, and announce the Hopi Awardees as of yet, but I suspect come February I will go ahead and begin to announce our local and our national Hopi Awardees because we are watching and we are we are awarding those and recognizing those that are practicing that are practicing empowerment, just as the, the caller uh, stated about uh, being one that, that empowers. And uh, because that's what we need. That's, that's what brings hope. Whenever you can 
take what you have and help someone else, as we say, not just giving a fish, but teaching how to fish. And whenever you give someone hope, you give them a whole a whole nother outlook on life to say, you know what? It's possible. I can do all things through Christ. It's going to be all right. And I want to speak to you, someone who has been contemplating suicide. It's been so dark. I want to speak to you tonight. And I want you to know that there is hope, that you're still here. You're still breathing. You're into a new year. And there is hope for you. Don't dare give up and don't give in. Imagine hope this year and see your whole life change. Thank you. All of you who have been listening and all that will be listening to the podcast. Stay tuned. Always remember to think hope and now imagine hope. God bless you. Love you much. Remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.